Hello and welcome to The Tally Ho, the new podcast from Time for Cakes Now, with me Bex. And me Eason. And welcome to our episode zero. Some of you may be wondering what this is all about. If you haven't watched the show The Prisoner, we're hopefully going to convince you to go out and watch it straight away. If you have watched it, you will most certainly love it. And hopefully we're going to talk a lot about it, not just today, but over the coming days we're going to have lots of podcast episodes coming out all about this show that is celebrating its 50th anniversary this weekend. Yeah, so for people who are new to our podcast, that may be happening, um, we are Time for Cakes Nail, and that's been our main podcast uh, for a while now, where we talk about things we like in terms of books, TV shows, comic books, films, all kinds of things. We've also decided to set up sort of sub-streams within our main podcast where we can spend a bit of time focusing um, a run of episodes on a specific topic that we really like. And we've just been doing one this summer, which has been really fun, uh, about the TV show Twin Peaks, which returned for its third season. And that was under the banner Time for Cherry Pie and Coffee. And although we're going to keep doing that, and we're going to keep doing our regular Cakes and Ale episodes... (laughs) We thought uh, with the 50th anniversary of The Prisoner coming up, rather than just do a one-off episode where we talk about it and talk about how great it was, we thought it wouldn't be really fun to actually do a proper run of episodes about it. Yeah, we did try very hard to find a title for the podcast that would be time for something, something, but we just couldn't make it work. So the tally-ho, in case you're wondering what on earth that is, it is the name of the newspaper that is published in this mysterious place called The Village, where the majority of the prisoner is set. Yeah, so I suppose it's kind of interesting that we're talking about The Prisoner after just doing episodes about Twin Peaks. So so that's returned after just over 25 years Mm -hmm. to much acclaim. And uh, The Prisoner, and we're recording this on Thursday the 28th of September, (laughs) is turning 50 tomorrow. And that's the anniversary of the original UK air date of the first episode, Arrival. Now, if you haven't seen The Prisoner, I can probably guarantee that if you've watched television over the last 50 years, you've seen something that's been influenced by it quite heavily. Um, It's a truly iconic show. It has the status of being a cult show, but it it really is a very influential, um, way ahead of its time entity, I suppose, that although it existed for only 17 episodes, has had a tremendously long-lasting impact. And, you know, there are fans everywhere who deeply love the show. It's always fun to catch up with people who have seen it and just start nattering about it. And uh, I suppose it's also, uh, well, to people who know us, they will also know that if they see us at conventions now and again, we do occasionally pop up in our prisoner costumes. Yes. (laughs) Wandering around convention halls and... uh, Yeah, it's just a really, um, it's a great show. We'll talk a little bit about it in this episode zero. We're going to talk about uh, some of the plans we have for the coming week and also what our future plans are in terms of what we're going to be doing uh, to cover The Prisoner. Yeah, so I think it's remarkable that a show maintains its popularity and its relevance so much that five decades on from its first broadcast, there are so many people who, who love it, who want to talk about it, that there are there is an entire festival happening this weekend just to celebrate its existence 
Um, there aren't that many shows that really reach that kind of landmark. And The Prisoner is often referred to as a cult show, um, which I think is maybe a little bit unfair because its influence in, in popular culture can be found in the strangest places. I mean, if, if you've watched TV, you, you will have almost certainly seen some kind of visual reference to The Prisoner. It's been in things like uh, The Simpsons, The Matrix, Shrek had one, <laughs> I think. It pops up here, then everywhere. Um, there are influences of it in Battlestar Galactica. There are probably influences of it in Twin Peaks, although David Lynch will never actually explain anything. <laughs> so we can't, we're never going to get a definitive answer. But there, there are several things in there that, uh, that kind of shout the prisoner from time to time. It, it was so groundbreaking at the time that it came out. And the themes that it explores are so universal that I think each new generation who watches it finds something so vital within it that it captures the imagination. Um, I think that's certainly what's happened to us, you know, coming to it several decades after it was originally on. And from a lot of the people that we've spoken to who've come to it in different decades, including um, one of the people that that we're going to be interviewing over the course of these pods, watched it when it was originally on, um, it, it seems to have had that same kind of immediately arresting impact on everyone who watches it. Yeah, so what's the premise of the show? It's about a guy who resigns from his post in sort of a senior government potential sort of spy role that he may be serving. It's, it's kind of unclear what he's doing, um, but he resigns from this job. And the consequence of this is that this is not perceived as something that should be allowed to happen to somebody like him who has resigned without giving a reason and he's clearly somebody who has a lot of secrets inside him and those those are secrets which make him a very valuable uh, commodity to the people he used to work for and they and they want to know why he's walking away from everything so what they do is they engineer a setup whereby he is uh, drugged kidnapped and he wakes up in this strange idyllic town which was filmed in Port Marion mm-hmm. uh, in a place known only mysteriously as the village filled with visually arresting architecture with citizens who all appear to be slightly mysterious some of whom may also have been in a similar predicament to this character who's played by the wonderful Patrick McGowan and he is given the name number six by those in charge of the village and it turns out that everyone in this strange um, well village um, all have been given unusual names and he is essentially trying to work out what he's doing there why he's been brought there who is in charge of this place and more than anything he wants to get out and actually get out in order to expose this whole thing to the world as well um it functions i don't want to give away too much about it so i've been kind of deliberately vague and it's quite hard to talk about it um (laughs) actually when you think about it how do you summarize a show like this but yeah it's uh it's kind of a little bit of a a spy-fi show, there's action, there's adventure, there's drama. But more than anything, I think it's it's kind of a very well-thought-out, intelligent show about themes to do with concepts like identity, free will. It delves into 
very prescient topics about the nature of society and structure. And it also was way ahead of its time in terms of dealing with some really interesting science fiction concepts. And yet it's it's known for many, many iconic visuals and and uh, quotes that have been used all over the place. I mean, there's there's Patrick McGowan's iconic piped blazer, which he's known for wearing. I mean, just the look of the village. So, you know, if you get the chance, you should go to Port Merion in North Wales. It's a wonderful place. It's It's been preserved as it was in the original show. There are wonderful things that you'll come to learn about, such as a giant white balloon that chases people around called Rover, <laughs> um, a mysterious revolving character known as Number Two, who seems to be the person in charge of the village, but somebody whose identity can change um, from episode to episode. It has wonderful guest stars in it. it I mean, every episode is completely different to the last. And uh, I think most fittingly, I mean, you can watch the first episode and you can watch the last two episodes and everything else in the middle can be juggled around and just kind of messes with you a little bit. It's just a wonderful show. It's It contains some really perfect hours of television. Um, and certainly the finale is truly iconic. It, uh, it caused chaos when it was originally shown <laughs> and it still has the power to uh, leave viewers reeling even today. Um, so yeah, we thought it was a great time to talk about it in line with the 50th anniversary. And we thought, you know, it's, it's a great show that more people should be watching if they haven't seen it already. And this is just our little attempt to do a little bit towards that. So when did you first watch The Prisoner? Ah, so I think in complete form, probably in the early 2000s. But it was strange because I came to it knowing a lot about it from sort of the references that were made to it all over the place. It was it was one of those things which, you know, you knew about almost. If you it was always on, I suppose, discussions about you know, the greatest cult TV shows of all time. Certainly the imagery had pervaded a lot of shows that I was watching anyway. Um, but it, yeah, it was in the early 2000s when I first watched it. And I remember being so excited to watch it and just being, you know, completely overwhelmed watching it for the first time. It's, it was a show that stuck with me. And, um, you know, even you know, when I first watched it through to every time I've rewatched it since, which has been many, many times. <laughs> How about you? So mine was in the mid-2000s. I'd, I'd known about its existence for a long time and I'd, I'd seen images from it. And I guess I'd always thought that it was like a lot of those kind of 60s spy-fi things like the Avengers where you have kind of I, the iconic look of it was well known. But I'd never, I'd never watched it. And then um, so a, a close family member went to live abroad for a few years and they put most of their stuff in storage, but with me, they left a giant box full of DVDs and basically said, look after them, you can watch anything you want. And in there was a box set of The Prisoner. Um, and so the, the show that I had you know, heard about, always thought that it was you know, a, another kind of 60s spy-fi thing. I sat down and watched it. and I was just completely blown away. It was, it was beyond anything that I was expecting it to be. Um, you know, it, it had that the iconic visual look that it has and that, you know, I'd, I'd seen a lot of, but I hadn't expected how um, affecting it would be personally. 
in terms of the themes that it that it draws on it's almost Shakespearean in the sense that it, it doesn't stop being important and the issues that it are talking about I don't think will ever stop being important in terms of the conflict between how you live as a, an individual person within a society that wants to have its own rules and how you decide who is in charge of your own life in a way. Um, I think it's very telling that a lot of the people that we've spoken to about it, they often all come to the prisoner at a point in their lives when it's something that strikes a real chord with them. Um, you know, a, a lot of people first come to it maybe when they're in the university. Um, now you can kind of watch it anytime you want, really, because you can get a DVD, but in decades past, you, you only got the chance to watch it when ITV decided to show it again. Mm-hmm. Um, you t- sort of take it for granted now that you can track down anything that you want to watch. But it, it's something that I think has survived over the decades because... It, it still reflects society now. And there are episodes, I think, that you can watch now, which, I mean, there, there's one in particular called um, A Change of Mind, which for me kind of perfectly encapsulates some of the problems of behaviour on social media several decades before social media even existed. <laughs> it, it's remarkable, but it's because these things aren't just driven by social media, they're driven by society, and, and that's what it's really about. Yeah, I think, um, you know, if you haven't seen it, if you're a fan of science fiction and genre TV, but more than that, if you're just a fan of good television and good entertainment as well, um, I think it's really worth giving The Prisoner a shot. And what we're going to be doing over the next week is uh, releasing some episodes in our new Tally Ho podcast, which will be interviews with various people who have been involved with The Prisoner in you know, different capacities. And we've got some really fun ones lined up and we're going to run these for a week. And then our plan in early 2018 is to uh, resume the Tally Ho podcast, but with a slightly different focus, which is we're going to be going through the series episode by episode from the very beginning um, as a means to you know have a chat with a special guest each time about the episode and talk about you know the themes uh, that were in it, what people think about it, maybe try and you know put in some little anecdotes about things that we know about it, but more just as a chance to kind of get together with somebody who's a friend of the podcast who is really interested in kind of talking about a specific episode. Um, and also, we hope it's a chance that over those episodes, um, if you haven't watched it or if indeed you want to start rewatching it, you can uh, do it at the same time that we're doing the podcast, and then. We'd love to get in touch with people who are watching it for the first time or for the hundredth time. Um, and it'd be really fun just to kind of uh, go through all the original episodes of The Prisoner again and talk about it because we love it. And it'd be really fun to chat about it with all the other Prisoner fans out there. Yeah, I, I think it's a show that if you've watched it once, you're, you're guaranteed that you'll want to watch it again and again and again and keep coming back to it. Yeah, there's always more to pick up on. Yeah. Um, each time you rewatch it, there's always some little nugget that you missed the first time, and you're like, "Wow, I never noticed that." And you know, it's a timeless show. I think, you know, it's remarkable, like you said earlier, that it's gotten to 50 years, and it's still being spoken about. And not many shows can say that. Um, I mean, certainly many shows now we won't be uh, talking about in 50 years' time. <laughs> well, probably in five years' time. 
So it's it's a really great honour to uh, be able to put these episodes out for Prisoner fans everywhere. But also, if you haven't seen it, do check it out and um, join us during our episodes this week and also during our episode-by-episode series as well because, yeah, we think it's something which you will enjoy. Yeah, so in terms of some of the episodes that are going to be coming out over the next few days, actually, um, we've got interviews with people who have written books about the show. Uh, so there's one with Fiona Moore, who's the co-author of Fallout, which is all about The Prisoner, and another interview with Rob Fairclough, who is the author of The Official Guide. Yep, and we spoke to Rick Davey as well, who runs the fantastic Unmutual website, which is a uh, prisoner fan site, which is really the hub for all prisoner fandom. <laughs> it will keep you up to date with absolutely everything that's going on. Yeah, the, the amount of, of detail that they have on that site. Um, this is a show that inspires, I think, real devotion among a lot of the fans. Um, and because it was made so long ago, there isn't as much kind of surviving info about the making of the show as there might be for, for a modern TV series. But the, the, the extent to which people are able to you know, dig up old documents and constantly finding new things about the show... It's just a, it's a great resource just to find out what's going on. And they've got links on there to fan meetups and their walking tours that happen twice a year where you can go and see locations and things like that. And that's all on the site. Yeah, and we also um, have got an episode coming up which is all about the wonderful prisoner audio dramas which have been produced by Big Finish. And so we spoke to Nick Briggs and Ian Meadows who were both involved in the Big Finish productions. It was a really fun chat we had with them. And the nice thing about this is the, well, in our opinion, the uh, prisoner audio dramas are a fantastic addition to the prisoner mythology. They kind of reimagine the series, bring it, I suppose not up to date because it always was kind of ahead of its Mm. time and maybe out of time as well. But they, you know, they have a really fresh take on the original material and they've just put together some wonderful, wonderful audio dramas that just feel like, you know, new episodes or additional episodes or reworkings of original episodes from the original <laughs> series uh, in some cases um, and they're really fantastic and it was really great to talk to uh, Nick and Ian about that yeah and we've also spoken to uh, film director Alex Cox who has a brand new book out imminently uh, all about the prisoner called I am not a number decoding the prisoner yeah so we've got those lined up hopefully a couple more if we can fit them in as well yeah, it's just been really fantastic to talk to all these people about their own love of The Prisoner and also just about why they think it's such a fantastic show. And we really hope that you enjoy listening to those episodes and getting a kick out of it too because it was, it's, you know, it's one of those shows that you know once you start talking about it, you can't stop. And we found some wonderful people who uh, <laughs> were able to keep talking about the prisoner to us for a very long period of time and we're really grateful that they took the time to join us for these episodes and hopefully we'll see some of them again um, for our episodes next year as well yeah I, I think it's it's the kind of show that that you can spend a lifetime thinking about and talking about um, it, in a similar way to, to Twin Peaks I guess because they're both shows that pose an awful lot of questions but give you fewer answers <laughs> which is a, a wonderful thing to do in terms of just leaving you contemplating everything that you've seen and questioning everything that you've seen. Uh, it's, it's, it's an absolutely great show. It's only 17 episodes long. You will binge watch it in a weekend, I, I <laughs> promise you. 
if if you start on it. How do people find the Tally Ho podcast? Well, if you go on to iTunes or a podcast subscription app or however you get your podcasts and look for Time for Cakes and Ale, which is the name of our main podcast. If you subscribe to that, uh, which is completely free, you get all of the episodes, including all of the Tally Ho episodes. They're all going to be released under the umbrella of Time for Cakes and Ale, along with our Twin Peaks ones, which is Time for Cherry Pie and Coffee, and our regular Time for Cakes and Ale episodes as well. And basically you can pick which ones you want to listen to, which ones you want to download. So if you want to listen to all the Tally Ho ones, you can just pick those ones. Um, if you want to listen to some of our other ones as well, you can find them all in the same place. Um, you can also get them directly from uh, Hipcast, which is our podcast hosting service. You can come to our website, which is timeforcakesandale.com. And there are um, buttons to either play it on the website if you want to or you can uh, directly download it from the website as an audio file. Yeah, and we're also on all the usual forms of social media as well. We have a Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash timeforcakesnail. And there we'll be posting updates about the episodes, and they'll link directly to where you can find the episodes. So you can like or follow us on Facebook. And if you're on Twitter, where we're quite active, talking about uh, our podcast and all of our general musings, you can find us at TFCAA and you can follow us there and we'll keep you up to date with when episodes are coming out, etc. And it's kind of the best way, I think, to, to keep abreast of all of the uh, podcast news that we have coming out in the future. Yeah, and we'd really love to hear from you on Facebook and Twitter as well. Um, if you've got any thoughts about any of the episodes or if you've got thoughts about things that you'd like us to sort of talk about next year when we come to the episode by episode breakdown um or, or if you just want to say hello to fellow prisoner fans please do drop us a line we really love to hear from everyone yeah and if you like what you're hearing do spread the word and tell people about the podcast as well it'd be good to get the podcast out to as many people as possible so if you have friends who are fans of the prisoner and they might be interested in listening to our ramblings and the ramblings of all of our guests as well <laughs> in the coming week do spread the word about us and then um it'd be really good because then we can you know get the show out to as many people as possible so that's it for our episode zero introducing you all to the tally ho do tune in to our next episode which will be coming to you tomorrow <laughs> uh, and then another one the day after that another one the day after that and for as long as we can as long as we have episodes we're going to keep putting them out yes yeah, so uh please subscribe to the podcast follow us on twitter and facebook and we'll keep you up to date with all the news about all of our podcasts, and in this case, especially uh, the Tally Ho. So with that, we should wish everyone a happy 50th anniversary of The Prisoner and say, be, be seeing, seeing you. you.